Hello, and welcome to the Chris Terrell Podcast. My name is Chris Terrell. And uh, if you're new here, I've lost 125 pounds. It took me two and a half years to do it. After an entire adulthood of that doing that yo-yo dieting thing, you know, up, down, up, down. Finally got Mac together, decided to make some meaning and lasting change. Meaningful and lasting change, I should say. And I lost the weight and I kept it off. Now, throughout my journey, I journaled a lot. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you, you know that. I talk about it. But you also may know, and if you don't, recap, I did three kinds of journaling. I did audio with an audio recorder. I did written, you know, like one you're used to, like with traditional. And I did video journaling. So early on, I bought a video. I brought a GoPro. And I started videoing it. Now, at first, I had the intention of sharing it with people. But then very quickly, I started discovering this is turning into a journal. This is, and I remembered that scene, um, or not the scene, but the 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 kind of the, uh, in Avatar, where the main character was always doing his, his logs. And I remember the person said to him, you got to say it when it's fresh. And that really hit me. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Because memory is such a fickle thing. It's so easy to look back in your mind and be so convinced something is something. And then when you go back and watch back, you're like, wow, okay, no, my brain was totally not remembering that correctly. And so I thought, well, why don't I just start recording stuff live when it's happening? It's a lot messier, but it's more genuine, authentic, and there's a lot more details in it. So I just started recording. And wow, what a powerful tool that turned into. Just, just it's an absolutely powerful tool. Yeah, that GoPro was expensive. It was a few hundred dollars. I mean, it wasn't cheap. I'm not going to lie, but I still have it. Um, I actually have a second one now and I have multiple hard drives full of files of just my journals, video entries of just documenting my life to myself. Sometimes a lot of times it's just me holding the camera and talking to it. And, and other times I've, I've literally, um, will like record me doing things. I'm like, I think I want to remember, or I'd like to look back on seeing me do this. Like one time I was moving. So I just packed, I just videoed me packing up my living room for three minutes, just for a handful of minutes. Cause I'm like, I'm going to want to remember this moment. But with that said, let me not with that little bit of out of the way to explain what you're listening to and why you're even listening to it um, out of the way. Let me tell you what you're about to listen to. So I've got a clip here from Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. So I was losing my weight during the pandemic. And right here, I'm like right smack in the middle of my weight loss journey. Uh, the pandemic came up out of nowhere for me. Um, I was already losing weight. So um, but just to give you a little bit of time and uh, I'm on a walk right now which is important, well, run, walk, which is important for you to know. And, and uh, so anyway, I'm going to stop talking. Let's just go ahead and uh, hit play on the clip. That it's good to just lean in to change. It's hard. It's really hard. So, so for this me, is old me talking. After last year, lost my dad. The gym became a uh, refuge sorts for me became my therapy and tell me get through a lot all right i want to pause and talk about that because i'm going to be pausing and talking about several things throughout this so i'm talking there about the gym being my therapy a lot of people will ask me hey chris what do i do about emotional leading well you need to deal with your emotions you know, sometimes the answer is deal with your emotions. Don't stop emotional eating. Stop having a reason to emotionally eat by figuring out what's going on. And, and in my case, you know, I had a lot of emotions. My dad had just died. I had a lot of emotions. I had just moved. Or, or I mean, not just moved. I uh, was moving jobs. And, you know, it was, which was later causing me to move, bringing in more emotions. So, like, things are going to just keep happening that I got to emotionally process and deal with. 
But what I needed was other outlets other than food. And on my weight loss journey, the way I started dealing with emotional eating was whenever I felt like I wanted to emotionally eat, I just went to the gym. I just would go for a walk. I would just go get on a bike. I would just go do something. Sometimes I might even just go to a store and walk around for 30 minutes, but just get out and move my body. It was amazing the difference it had to just get out there and move. So this where I'm at, the gym was where I was going the most. It was integral to my weight loss, going to the gym. Like if somebody said, what are the top five things you're doing? Going to the gym would have made top five for me, not because of a calorie burning standpoint, but because it was that important to me on managing my emotional state. So just know that's where I'm at. Just a handful of weeks before this. That's how important the gym was to me. All right, let's go back to the clip. Hit and play. Courtesy of the quarantine, gyms are closed. So what am I to do? After a week of not having it, how's <clears throat> I going to really feel it? So I decided to lean into the change. Make me do something I wouldn't normally do, except the change facilitated it. I'm running. <laughs> Today's day two of running. It was not bad yesterday. Not great. All right, I'm gonna pause it there for a second. Uh, we're gonna talk about a couple things. So first, the gyms were taken from me suddenly. Like they were top five integral to my weight loss and they were in a matter of a week taken from me. I had no access to any gym of any kind via the pandemic. It had created that reality for me. I know for some people where you're at in the world, you may not have had that, but I did. Where I was living in Chicago, there were no gyms I could go to. And it was vital. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I had adopted the mindset before that that I'm just going to lean into change. I later learned a better way to say it by Jim Rohn, which is don't wish for better circumstances. Wish that you were better. Don't wish for less problems. Wish that you were better. Wish that you were more creative. Wish, you know, looking at the things that I can do within myself. Wish for more skills. Wish for more knowledge. Like, okay, well, those things I can go and obtain, but I can't change my circumstances. I really early realized I cannot change those. I can just work within what I got. And thankfully, I had adopted that mindset of leaning into change because this pandemic otherwise might have knocked me right flat on my butt. Now, here's where I'm really excited, though. And we're going to circle back this a couple of times. I am now looking back on this years later. I was not even the slightest bit interested in running just a handful of weeks before this. Not even at all. I was quite happy doing what I was doing that involved zero running. But because of the pandemic, I got desperate. I wanted to keep losing weight, and I needed something to do. And literally the only thing I had was a pair of dumbbells and outdoor with a pair of shoes. That's all I had. I had nothing else. I had no access to anything else. I didn't know anybody. I just moved to Chicago. And so I thought, let's try running. And so this is day two. Now, I'm saying I'm running. I'm walking with some running worked in, and I don't know. I'm going to hit play. I want you to listen. I'm very out of breath, and I know where I'm at on this route. I'm not far away at all, and I'm going to have the video post where you can see it, um, and you'll see. Like, I'm out of breath, and I'm not doing much, but I look at this guy. He's out there pushing himself, and here I sit years later, an ultra marathon runner training. For, now I'm training for a 50-mile ultra marathon in the, in the hills and eight flat. It's going to be really tough. 
I got to climb a thousand foot mountain to start it off with. And so that guy, because of the pandemic, discovered running. And running became a vital, integral part of my success in my, in my weight loss, in my weight maintenance, but also in my emotional health and helping me start my own company. In so many parts of life, running has turned into one of the greatest joys that without the pandemic, I'm not entirely sure I would have discovered it. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't have. But I do know the pandemic is what made me discover it first. Maybe I would have discovered it. Maybe it would have taken me three years. The pandemic made me discover it then. And I got a jump start on having some of the most amazing adventures I've ever had. But let's let's go ahead. Let's go back to the, vi the uh, video. But not bad. I'm doing it again today. I'm in a little walking stretch right now. I was doing run walks. <sighs> you got a beautiful neighborhood to run in. I mean, look at this. I mean, it's not a bad spot. Some great trails. Uh, I'll show you some of them. But uh, yeah, it's not bad. So what I'm doing here is I'm pointing out the positive. This was a habit I'd adopted long before this moment to call out positive things, call out good things to myself about the fact I'm out there working out. Uh, so in this case, you know, I, it'd be very easy to go out there and just be bitching the whole time about how I don't have the things that I'd rather have. Instead, I went into it and I'm looking at this and I'm bringing that mentality of, no, look for the positives. And I'm walking around. And again, you'll see in the video. If you want to go see it, you'll be able to see it. Like, I'm showing you a gorgeous neighborhood, a gorgeous little trail. I mean, yeah, all the leaves are dead and it's cold, but it's still, it's a, it's a beautiful, uh, I guess, late winter's evening. And, it w and I just wanted to call it out to myself to say this right here, this moment. I'm grateful for this moment because it's impossible to feel negative when you're expressing genuine gratitude. And so I was always looking for those moments to express some gratitude. All right, let's keep going. So lean into the change. You know, what's this pandemic doing? How's it changing your life? What's it making different? Lean into it. Let it facilitate you doing something you wouldn't otherwise do. That right there. Let it facilitate something you wouldn't otherwise do. The pandemic facilitated me considering solutions and doing solutions I otherwise never would have even thought about. Wouldn't have even done, like running. I never would have thought about running were it not for the pandemic. It drove me to try it. There were many other things, and we're gonna circle back to the pandemic in a minute and how it relates to you. Whatever it is, for me it's running. You'll know what your thing is. Give it a try. Make the most of a terrible situation. All right, time to run. Okay, so um, here's why we're talking about this. Because as a coach, I, I work with a lot of people and it's always, I find it fascinating how often someone will mention their circumstances. They'll blame their circumstances for why they are not achieving results with weight loss. It could be something along the lines of, I'm too busy with work and with my family, my family life, and you know, I'm really stressed. There's just so much going on. It is so hard to carve out any time for me to work on myself and to get a handle of my food and my weight, and I'm always making food for kids. And like, you know, all these things have just an incredibly, incredibly busy life. So I'll have a person in that world give me all of those reasons for why it is a bad time, all of these circumstances. While I could literally in the same week have another meeting with another client saying, I'm retired, I have nothing going on in my life, 
I don't know how I'm going to lose weight because I just have nothing to do. I have nothing to get myself out there and going. You know, I don't ever go anywhere. I have to do all the food at home, so it's just so much easier to order out. You know, this person's now blaming the fact that they're not busy. Their unbusy circumstances are the reason why they can't lose weight. I have seen these people switch. I have seen people who were in an incredibly slow, stable point of life saying, if only my life was busier with more in it, would I be able to lose weight? And then something happens in life and whoosh, they're wished to the super busy land. And now they're not losing weight because now they're too busy and they don't have time. And I have seen this happen the other way. Because it's never about circumstances. Your circumstances are always there to benefit you. So here's a really weird mind twist for some of you. I actually have a very hard time looking at the pandemic as anything but a positive for me. Some people look at the pandemic, and I know many, 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 many people who blame the pandemic for their weight gain. I gained weight because of the pandemic. The pandemic made it easy to gain weight, and they trace everything back to it. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying a lot of people say that. And I know for me, when I got to the pandemic, I looked at it like a cheat code. I was like, what do you mean? You know, I learned this later. I didn't know it at first. But because I embraced it, because, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. What I decided to do was to figure out how to use the pandemic to my advantage. To go, how is this good for me? How does this help me achieve my goals? It was really easy at first to use the pandemic to talk about all the ways and reasons why it was going to make weight loss hard. It was not hard at all to find that list. In fact, I have another video, maybe I'll play it at another time, where I was in fact bitching about that list and talking about what I'm not going to have and how I'm worried and what am I going to do. Because the pandemic literally touched every single aspect of my weight loss strategy. It touched every single part of it. No part went untouched due to the pandemic. And it all happened in the period of a couple of weeks. But I chose to ask myself, how is this good for me? How does this help me? And y'all, when I'm on the other side of the pandemic, I feel like I had an advantage over so many people. Because when everybody else is like, oh, there's nothing going on, I was like, there's nothing going on. That means I don't have to contend with special events. I mean, they'll come back eventually. Eventually, I'll have to deal with them. But for the next six months, I don't have anything I got to say yes to. Now, I did have a few ending up, even though with the pandemic, a few were scattered in there. But again, five or six was way easier to deal with than 12 or 20. It was just less. People started complaining about all the lack of food choices. Like, wait a minute. That means I don't have a lot to choose from. Like, it doesn't matter what I want. Some of the things I want, I can't have. I just can't have them. I can't go out drinking at a bar because no bars are open. So I can't do that. And it's like, okay, see, this is a good thing. Now, there were some things that were difficult, like the gym. At first, I was like, this isn't good. But very quickly, as you can see here, just a matter of weeks. And, there was, and I can tell you what started coming after this. It was actually a blessing in disguise because taking the gym away forced me to look around and go, wait a minute. Gym not required. I do. I, Y'all. Ever since the pandemic, easily more than 60, 70% of my exercise is done outside of a gym. I got the body of my dreams and most of it was built outside of a gym. Was I in the gym some? Yes. I make it count when I'm there. But I do so much more outside. You can develop a lot outside the gym. The pandemic forced me to see that. It made me bulletproof. 
It made it to where I could maintain my exercise habit in almost any circumstances because I needed nothing more than my body. I learned how to do body weight exercises where I need nothing. Just me and 20 minutes and a floor and I can work out. The pandemic taught me that. The pandemic forced me to learn to cook because all of a sudden a lot of the convenient foods were either just too inconvenient to get or it was too hard to get different ingredients. So I had to start getting a little bit more creative, which taught me to cook in a different way. It was awesome. It was awesome. The pandemic forced me to be alone. Wow, talk about being forced to come face to face with some of your emotions. Whoo. There was a bunch of them that I had to face. And I had nowhere to go but to just sit at home and cry. And just refuse to let myself have food. But because the pandemic had taught me about going out and running, when I was feeling that emotion, rather than sitting around eating, I could just leave the house and go for a walk. Be outside. I've talked about this experience in other podcasts. The pandemic became my secret weapon. Every single thing that I could look at that I think is my secret weapon, for somebody else, it's their Achilles heel. It's the thing that's going to take them down. It all comes down to how do you look at it? Stop blaming your circumstances for your lack of progress. Start blaming your lack of skills. Start blaming your lack of knowledge. Stop blaming your lack of ingenuity and creativity because every single one of those, you can cultivate more of. You can become more creative. You can learn more skills. Anything that you need to overcome what you have, you can acquire. But if you say, I can't progress until my circumstances change, you're never going to progress because the moment your circumstances change, you'll just say, those are the ones. I'm serious. I have people that are employees at companies talking about how they can't work because they're an employee job. And if they would just work for themselves and they just had everything, they would have the time to lose weight. And then I know people that are on the other end of that. They work for themselves and they blame their very body for the reason why they can't lose weight. And then you have someone like me that used the fact I was working for myself as a thing that helped me learn how to not only lose weight, but also maintain my weight. It all comes down to how are you going to choose to use it? Are you going to let your hardship be the thing that holds you back and keeps you stuck and stops you from moving forward? Or are you going to pick that thing up, flip it over to the other side and go, how can I use this to help me? How can I use this to get me where I need to go? That's what you got to do. Because if you start doing that, you'll start having secret weapons all around you. You realize you've got those silver bullets to help conquer that one struggle that you're dealing with. They are laying all around you, but you just got to start picking them up and looking for them. But if you just start blaming your circumstances and saying everything around you is the reason why you can't have such and such and the reason you can't do so and so, you're going to continue to find the same results. We'll wrap up with a quote from Confucius. And it goes, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Now, I want to take a quick moment before we wrap up and invite you to come join my Facebook group. You can find a link to it in the show notes. We're right about 3,500 members strong. 
It is an incredibly powerful Facebook group. I would love to have you come be a part of it. You can find a link to that in the show notes. I've got a special event coming up in the next month. If you haven't been to one of my special events, my free events, you're going to want to attend them because you'll quickly learn I hold nothing back. I give you immense, I, I, I give you the secret stuff at the big events. So I want you to come to it. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you can hear more about it next week. And also, if you're in the Facebook group, that is the way to get the most up-to-date information. I've also started a Twitter. Um, I know this is a weird time to start a Twitter, but I, I've decided I want to do it for reasons that I'll maybe talk about one day. But uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I have the link to that in the show notes. You can find it there. It's OG Chris Terrell with no spaces or underscores or anything, just OG Chris Terrell. Uh, you can find me there. I'll be doing tweets of different things, random thoughts. It is not going to stay just weight loss focused at all. It's going to be about all sorts of things. So um, if you're interested in that, you can find a link to that there. But I would, seriously, I would love to see you in my Facebook group. I go live there every Monday morning to do a kickoff, uh, to just set off the week, talk about the intention. Sometimes they give you a challenge or something you could focus on for the week. To, if you need something to kind of latch your teeth on to uh, keep give yourself something to focus on other than food, I'll give you some things for that. But I would love to see you there in the Facebook group. Link to it in the show notes. Well, I'll tell you what, I want you to go have an absolutely amazing week. That's what I want you to do. You know, having a good day is a choice. It is, it's a choice. Now, I'm not saying it has to be all pleasant. You know, unpleasant things happen in good days. But I just want you to understand, when you get down and you rest your head at, on your pillow and go, was today a good day? You can say yes. I'm glad today happened. And you should. Because every day above dirt is a great day to be alive. All right, I'll see you next time. The Chris Terrell Podcast. Thank you.